My name is Ronika Jacobs and you found my podcast, Strive for More, Your Best Life Now. While there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, you've taken the time out to listen to this one. So for that, I would like to say thank you. So without any further delay, let's get to it. Let's strive for more. My next guest, Rochelle Marie Lawson, is helping people strive for more in the area of holistic health and wellness. Rochelle Marie is the president of Blissful Living for You, a holistic practice that focuses on Ayurvedic medicine. Rochelle Marie is helping people increase their energy and enthusiasm, and she is known as the queen being fabulous. Hi, Rochelle Marie. Welcome. Thank you so much for being a guest on my show. How are you? I'm absolutely fabulous, and thank you for having me as a guest on your show. I really appreciate it. Yes. So how did you decide? I mean, there are many careers out there. So how did you decide to become a registered nurse? That actually was a a decision by default. So when I was a little girl, I wanted to be a nurse. I was always taking care of everybody. And being the only girl in my whole entire family, meaning I have one brother, but all my cousins on both sides of my family were boys, I always just kind of fell into the role of taking care of people. But, you know, as you grow and as you go through school, people decide things for you, and you kind of get shifted away from something that you're destined to do. So as I went through school, I was a, I was a pretty bright gal, so I got shifted away in different areas and ended up going to college to get a communications degree. My first degree is a communications degree from San Diego State University. However, when I finished that that job, I mean that education experience, I couldn't get a job being a broadcast journalist. So went back to school and got another degree in another area that took me to opening up my first business. And then I had a friend who was going to nursing school I had applied to nursing school, and he said, you know what, you're really smart. You should do this. You are always so good with people, and, you know, everybody always comes to you with their problems, blah, blah, blah. You should do this. And I was like, "Uh, let me try. How hard could it be? And so I applied. I got accepted. And at that time, I didn't know it was extremely difficult to get accepted, but I got accepted, and and then I had to pay homage to my friend because he didn't get accepted. So it was kind of like I couldn't not do it because – he recommended me, and then he didn't get accepted, and so it was kind of like a homage, paying homage to him to finish what I started. And so I did it, and I actually absolutely loved it, although nursing school was hard as heck. I absolutely loved it, and when I finished, I fell into the only job opportunity that was available at the time when I graduated, which was emergency room nursing 
And I love that it went on to become certified in trauma and got a certification, national certification in emergency room nursing as well as trauma medicine and then went on to get a certification as a flight nurse. Yeah, so that's kind of how it, it just kind of came by chance, I guess, what my true destiny was, was to be a bomb healthcare professional. It happened, and that's what I am. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it, it's truly funny how we graduate from high school, some of us, and we really think that we want to do something. I mean, I thought I was going to be a chemical engineer, and <laughs> I ended up becoming <laughs> an educator. Right. So, you know, and I mean, right. enrolled and, and was taking classes and everything and it just was not working out. So it's, it's, I love to hear stories of how people have, you know, unlocked their passion and find, found their true purpose in life. So I think that's amazing that you have found that purpose and you enjoy it. So that's really great. So, of course, we started 2020, and it was such a great year for, for the most of us, right, for the vast majority. And then about three months in, the United States went basically came to a halt, right, and shut down, all the way down. And, of course, we know why. It was the coronavirus, which they first, you know, called it, and now it's COVID-19, I think, because, you know, they were, I think corona was like, wait a minute, that's messing up our brains. So, <laughs> so can you really kind of break down COVID-19 and why is it from all the other viruses, all of a sudden this one in particular is just really taking people down? So with regards as the youngins call it, the Rona, COVID, or the coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19, I think one of the misnomers, and it happens not just with this particular challenge that we're facing, but with a lot of other challenges is that people don't believe it's real until it happens to someone they know, love, and care about. And the difference with this one is because it's an airborne virus and they don't really have anything to circumvent healing from it, it's it's particularly scary because it can travel in the air and say if someone sneezes, coughs, they don't have a mask on and it happens to be a windy day, well, you know, the the normal range for that sneeze or cough would be you know, 25 feet, but if it's on a windy day, it can go hundreds of, you know, hundreds, even thousands of feet because it's just traveling in the air. And so because it's an airborne virus and it actually lives on surfaces for longer than what we think, it it becomes potentially scary. Now, the other thing is because it really affects chronically ill people that have, for instance, chronic health conditions such as heart disease, diabetes, respiratory conditions such as asthma, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, which is known in the, in the medical world as COPD. Some of these things, or, or even person that is on dialysis, have end-stage renal disease or something like that, some of the, these most chronic conditions are the most vulnerable, and that's because their immune system is already working to kind of keep things in balance with, as best it can with the chronic conditions that it's managing in the body. And so anybody with a weakened immune system, and I just named the main chronic ones, but there are people that have weakened immune systems like lupus and, you know, all kind of stuff that's not being mentioned, they tend to fall into a more vulnerable category because their immune system is already being worked and it's already taxed. So when these people get something like this, which specifically attacks the respiratory system, and pretty much shuts it down, it becomes very dangerous. And so I think what is happening now is I think some people are realizing it because they've been affected, meaning they've had someone they know, love, and care about, 
has been affected by the disease or, or the illness and has died. But I think what people are beginning to realize now is it's not so much, you know, being disrespectful to not wear a mask. For one, you don't know who that person is that you may be walking by. You don't know. You can't look at a person and tell they're chronically ill or that they have chronic medical conditions. You, you can't do it. Not wearing masks and, and not following some of the guidelines with the CDC, whether you believe it's real or not, is to me a blatant disrespect for the lives that we live in humanity in general. And so this week is Thanksgiving, and, of course, you know, we've been shut down most of the year. I mean, you know, I, it sounds minor, but, you know, birthday parties, people celebrate. I mean, I celebrated 40 this year, and I really wanted to have a really big, you know, great party, but I could not do that. Right. So as we're, right. Right. And so as we're heading into the holidays, now those things are major. You know, we've been dealing with this since, you know, pretty much the, the end of the first quarter of the year. And so now this is a time when we start gathering with families, but we got family members who are high risk. And so it's like, do you have the great Thanksgiving dinner? Do you have the great gathering for Christmas? What, what do you do? I mean, or is it just, you know, wear your mask while you're gathering? It's, it's really kind of scary, it, it, the disruption that we've had in, in family gatherings. So how can people best prepare for the great holiday gathering if they plan to have one for the end of this week or even next month when it's time for Christmas? So, you know, after Labor Day, we really are in the holiday season. It starts with Labor Day, the last holiday of the, of the summer. And then, you know, some people are fortunate enough to get Columbus Day off and Veterans Day in November, as well as Thanksgiving, and then we roll into Christmas, right? And so we are really in the holiday season. We are going to see spikes. There's no doubt about it. People are going to get together. And the one thing I have noticed is that African Americans, Blacks, um, and Hispanics, and that's all Hispanics, so, you know, whether you're Mexican, South American, Dominican, Puerto Rican, Cuban, wherever, we have a tendency to get together with our families for birthdays, any type of celebration, christenings, baptisms, you know, whatever, holidays for sure, right? We have a tendency because that's just how we, that's how our culture is. So we will see a predominance of increases of positive COVID cases in people of color because we just, we just get together. We're we going to do it. With that being said, if you're going to get together with your family, just be cautious. I mean, just take the, the normal precaution. If you have family members that are going to be at the gathering, make sure they wear a mask. You don't necessarily have to wear one if you're healthy and well and you feel okay, but make sure that your family members that have chronic conditions or weakened immune system, make sure they have on a mask because you want to protect them. You want to make sure that you have, of course, hand sanitizer is great for quick stuff. But make sure you have, you know, antibacterial soap, lots of that around, as well as I want to say lotion, because you don't want any ports of entry for vectors to get in from the virus. So, you know, I say in the lotion to keep our hands and stuff moisturized, because if we get a little microscopic cut opening on our hand, we can't see that becomes a vector for bacteria or virus to get into our systems. So the lotion will help keep things moisturized so that we're not drying out our skin so much that we get these little fissures that potentially be a spot for vectors to invade us, right? Make sure you have masks available for those that come in to your home or the gathering that you know are chronically ill, like grandma that might have diabetes or granddad that might have cardiac issues or cousin, cousin 
Lucy that might have asthma or whatever it is, make sure you have masks available for them to put on and just let them know that you're trying to protect them. And if you're going to someone's house, grandmas or aunties or whatever, bring some stuff with you. Don't make it make it so heavily responsible on those that are preparing the wonderful foods for us. Bring stuff with you and just say, I'm just taking extra precautions so that when we have our wang dang doodle of a time getting together for this holiday celebration, none of us leave here and end up getting sick. But some other things that I want to share with you holistically with regards to protecting yourself and keeping yourself healthy and well during this time period is a couple of things. I highly recommend drinking warm water in the morning with a drop of fresh lemon juice or lemon essential oil that you can actually ingest because it's a natural metabolism wake up for our liver and our digestive system gets things going, and it helps to keep things flowing through the system, so to speak. Also, I want to recommend any type of peppermint essential oil or eucalyptus essential oil or wintergreen essential oil, anything that keeps your respiratory system open and keeps those channels open, you want to, you want to utilize that. So you can put a little bit of peppermint oil on your chest. It smells actually good. You'll smell like a peppermint candy, but it will open up your, your chest and help release some congestion and keep your, your nasal and respiratory passages open. You can do the same with eucalyptus oil as well as wintergreen oil. You could also utilize these before and after you have contact with anybody. Is You can do a steam Respiratory steam is what I like to call it. So you boil a pot of water, take the pot of water off, let it cool a little bit, put a couple drops of either peppermint essential oil, wintergreen, or eucalyptus in there, or you can do a combination. Get, get a nice big towel, put the towel over your head, and put your head over the pot of steaming water with essential oil, and just breathe that in for 5, 10 minutes is great. Breathe that in and allow that essential oil again to help keep your respiratory tract open and keep things flowing and the antibacterial properties of the essential oil, peppermint, eucalyptus, and uh, wintergreen will also help to keep some of the, the viruses or invaders that can invade our respiratory system at bay. The last thing that I was going to recommend with regards to that is to make sure you amp up on your B vitamins, your zinc. These are immune-building things that we can take to naturally build up our immune system and keep things working in harmony, so to speak, in those that have chronic conditions. Of course, disclaimer, check with your doctor before doing any of this, right? But it's all natural, so it's not going to have side effects like the pharmaceuticals, but check with your physician first. But as we get together for the holiday time, just to keep our family nucleus as healthy and well as possible. And these things are simple to do. They don't cost a lot of money, and they really, really, really do help. Now, I know people, you know, they have the, the C, what is it, CKLS pills and all these different things and detox diets. But you say that there's a difference between the doing a detox and doing a cleanse. So can you kind of educate the listeners on the difference, and is there one that's better than the other? And you know, what are the safety precautions centered around that? Okay, so quick and dirty. A cleanse is like a juice cleanse, people that do the juicing things, okay? A cleanse is like you do a juicing, a vegetable, I'm sorry, you either do a fruit juice cleanse, a vegetable juice cleanse, or a combination of both. And a cleanse is really good 
when I'm saying a cleanse, I'm meaning like something like a juicing, juice, you know, juicing. It's really good because it does help to give your digestive tract a rest, and it helps to clean out your digestive tract. So a cleanse works on the digestive system. It helps to give your system a rest rebalance things, clean all the sludge out, you know, that kind of stuff. Because your digestive system is the heart and soul, your body function. If if things are you taking in aren't getting metabolized properly, you're going to have problems in other areas of your body. That's just the bottom line. So as clean as you can keep your digestive system and as, and as optimal functioning that you can keep it is great. It's a, it's a great foundation. You're able to build on a good, sturdy foundation. So cleanse is great for that. However, a detox is a little bit different. It's a little deeper. So a detox consists of there's some where you don't eat and there's some where you do eat. And there's different benefits and, and, you know, challenges with either or. But a, a detox basically not only works on your digestive system, but it goes deeper. It goes into your cellular level. And it goes into detoxifying not not only your digestive system, but your liver and your kidneys and some of the other processes within the body that we, you know, it's a little complex to talk about right now. But it's a, it's a much deeper, deeper cleanse. And also a detoxification properly done is going to detoxify, it's going to work on detoxifying not only your body, but your mind as well. So the difference is basically the cleanse is superficial or a lower level be great for beginners. You will see good results. You'll lose weight. You'll, you'll, you know, you may lose a couple pounds. You'll definitely lose belly bloat, gas, as the digestive system, re, you know, rebalances itself. And then the detoxification just takes that deeper, and it goes actually to the cells, the mitochondria in the cells, which are the powerhouses for energy and everything within our, our little bitty tiny cells. And it actually goes in to help facilitate the process of the mitochondria working even more efficiently and effectively. And there's research done behind this. There's, there's research done behind this. So it's not just me speaking. There's actually bona fide research. I did a, a presentation for the International Medical Association in Las Vegas in December, and my presentation was on detoxification being a key to longevity. And what I found in my research prepping for the presentation is that scientific studies are being done and are and do exist with regards to factual proof evidence of how detoxification helps to keep us living longer, but not only that, helps us keep us living longer and feeling great longer and keeping us in a harmonistic flow with life longer and helping to rebalance and reset everything. So cleanses, you know, I'd say the first level and a detox is the second level. And depending on how long you detox, the deeper the levels get. Nice. Okay, so you talk about holistic wellness, right? And I know that has mm-hmm. to, it's, that's mind, body, soul, it's, it's inside and out. And so you have this phrase and you, as you say, it's, it's being fierce, fearless, and unstoppable. What does that mean? Okay, so here's the thing. When you are completely healthy and well and everything is balanced in your mind, body, and spirit, which is what Ayurveda is all about, it's not a medical modality that treats signs and symptoms. Its premise is I want to, it wants to get to the root cause of what's causing the signs and symptoms because when you eliminate the root cause, 
you eliminate the signs and symptoms. So you don't have to treat anything. I would rather have a root cause than to continue treating signs and symptoms, which is what happens a lot in Western medicine. And so the other premise with regard to that is being balanced is you need to have mind, body, and spirit in harmonistic balance so that you don't have any openings or gateways for illness and disease. And when you think about it, you can have a gateway opening for illness in your body. You can have a gateway opening for mental illness to come in your head if you're not balanced. And spiritual illness, well, we see that every day happening where you have people, pastors, preaching one thing and then in the dark doing another thing, okay? Being fierce, fearless, and unstoppable means that you have exceptional health and well-being. You cannot live the life of your dreams if you are not healthy. Let me repeat that. You cannot live the life of your dreams if you are not healthy, if you are sick, if you have imbalances in your mind, body, and spirit. You can't live the life of your dreams. And being fierce, fearless, and unstoppable allows you to live in the life of your dreams. So when you have health and well-being, when you have a sound mental capacity, your wisdom is in check, and when you have the wealth to – and wealth means a lot to different people, but when you have the wealth as you define wealth for you, then you have the three keys, three of the most important keys that allows you to step into living the life of your dreams. When you have the wisdom, wellness, and wealth, balance, you can be fierce, you can be fearless, and you can be unstoppable because, one, you're fierce, there's nothing that's going to hold you back, no, nothing in health, nothing in wisdom, nothing in wealth. Two, you can be fearless because now you don't have anything to fear except for fear itself, which you create in your own mind, but, but externally out of, outside of you or internally inside of you, you don't have anything to fear. You have the right capacity when you're healthy and well in all those three of those areas. You have the right capacity to do what you want to do. So there's no reason to be fearless. And unstoppable means when you have health, wealth, and wisdom, or where you have wisdom, wellness, and wealth, you are unstoppable. There's nothing that can hold you back except for yourself. Nobody can bring you down. And that is the power of being fierce, fearless, and unstoppable. Wow. That's awesome, and I can definitely tell that you are fierce, fearless, <laughs> for sure. I try to roll that way. I try to roll that way. You know, like I said, and oh, I'm bring oh, up, you got you it, know, girl, but you got it, definitely. All right, I have one last question, and yes. I have one last question, and it kind of – it's kind of along the lines of some of the things that we've been talking about, but what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? The best piece of advice I've ever been given? Well, this is really funny because I just counted it for years, but the best piece of advice I was given when I was 20 years old, so two years before me starting my first business when I couldn't get a job as an electrical engineer in Silicon Valley, that's a whole nother show, whole nother story, but I was 20 years old, and this guy who I was hanging around with in college, we are just friends, but, you know, he said, you know what? He said, you have great, he says you are a great leader, and you need to, he says you are a great leader, and you, know, you need to embrace your leadership qualities because you are destined to do great things. Don't ever let someone tell you that you can't do something because with your leadership qualities, and when you step into owning your leadership qualities, 
You will be a change maker and you will change the world. And no matter what you do, you're going to be successful. And I was like, do please. You know, let's go on over here and walk over here to this commons and get something to eat. <laughs> like, what you did, who you been with last night? But, but it was funny because years later, actually three years later, when I was first year starting my business, it came back to me. And I still, you know, what he said, I haven't seen this dude since college, right? That's been like 30-plus years. But it still came back to me. Then I'm going to fast forward when I was in my 30s and I got my first board of directors position, African-American woman, 30, looking like I'm 12. I got my first board of directors position. And the CEO of the board that I was being, that I was being asked to join told me, you have leader. He said the exact same things that this guy told me in college. You have leadership qualities that you don't even recognize. And when you step into recognizing the leader, the true leader that you truly are, you will have a path of thousands of people following you because you lead. He said you lead with tenacity, but it's so soft and subtle that you don't even know that you're leading. And I was like, oh. And so over the years, this has come up. So basically, I am a leader. And I, need, I needed to own and embrace the true leadership qualities I had within myself. And once I began to own and embrace those true leadership qualities, I began to make the change. For, I began to help other people make the change in their world and help them to step into living the life of their dreams because I helped them to see the reality that I was discounting for so many years. So basically, if someone tells you something and you're discounting it, don't discount it right away like I did. Pay attention. Let the words resonate with you. Let the words sink in with you. Because when someone shares something like that with you, they see something that you can't see. It's like having a booger on the end of your nose. You can't see it. I didn't see my leadership qualities. I didn't see that I was a trendsetter. I didn't see any of that. But everyone else in higher positions than me, executives and, and people that I looked up to, was seeing this in me. And I kept discounting. When you don't discount it, when you embrace it, when you let the words flow into you, when you let those words become within your energetic vibration, then you're able to step into your greatness and do the darn thing that God put you here on earth to do. And, again, step into it being fierce, fearless, and unstoppable because you know that it's your God-given destiny. Wow, that is amazing, Rochelle Marie. Thank you so much. Can you do me a favor? Can you let people know how they can get in touch with you to book you to speak or, you know, reach out to you for any of your advice or services? Yes, yes, yes. So, first of all, you can go to my site, and it's blissfulliving4andtheletteru.com. I have a lot of free stuff on there. You can book appointments with me if you have an area. Particularly, I focus on wellness, wisdom, and wealth and we utilize holistic principles to elevate that. I can take you from zero to 100 if you're ready to work, and it's all holistic. So all goodness going out will return all goodness coming back to you. So you can go to blissfullivingsforyou.com and check out and get the free goodies and all of that. And I do have some programs on detoxification and some free gifts before you even get to the program. So check it out. And then I'm all over social media. Generally in social media, you'll find me as Rochelle Lawson. I'm on Facebook, 
Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. So if you're looking for me, you'll find me. Also look for the Queen of Feeling Fabulous. I've been rolling that way probably since I was four years old. Again, I was a little diva being the only girl in the family. But you can find me, again, all over social media. I have a YouTube channel. So if you're looking for me, you can find me. And if you can't find me, that means you're not really looking that hard. That's right. All right, Rochelle Marie, any last words of encouragement for the listeners as they strive for more? Yes, I want to say, if you are hearing this message, if you're hearing me and Ronika talk right now, then this you're definitely meant to be where you are. And so as we move forward, I know 2020 has been challenged. I thought 2020 was going to be one of my best years ever because I turned 55. And so I thought, oh, yeah, right, 55, that's 5 plus 5 is 10, but in our path of 20, right? But it, it, it's been good for me. I'm going to say it has been a good year for me. Different but it's been good. No different than when HIV first came out when I was first in nursing school and they didn't know what that was. We'll get through this. So if you've had a very challenging year, just know that the fact that you're able to hear us right now is a blessing because whatever I talked about, whatever we discussed, there was a message in there for you, a message that you needed to hear. And no matter how small you may think it is or how big you may think it is, Take that message and resonate with it. You see, this particular time that we're going through is just a blip on the time spectrum. It's just a moment in time. We will get through this. We're strong. We're powerful. And when we unite, things happen in strength and things change. And so I know we got a lot of stuff going on. We got COVID. We got our Black Lives Matter. And I could do a whole nother talk on that. But we've got a lot of things going on right now. But just this moment in time, just say thanks to God that you're able to be where you are, wherever that is, and you're able to listen to this show. And that's it. Always be grateful and be thankful for every moment that you're good, bad, or indifferent because, because when we're grateful, we bring in more blessings to our lives. When we're grateful, we put out the energy that we are ready to receive instead of repel. And when we are, when, when we are grateful, we're truly in an essence of being compassionate and of being selfless. And so... Just step in and just be grateful. Be grateful for that next breath you take. Be grateful for the beautiful smile on your kids' face. Be grateful that you have to discipline your kids. Be grateful. Be grateful for every moment in your life because you know what? There are a lot of people this year that are no longer around, and they can't be grateful for the small little things that we take for granted. So my last message is just be grateful. We will get through this year, and we will come out much stronger on the other side. I guarantee it. Wow. Rochelle Marie, thank you so much. I really wish you nothing but blessings and abundance for you and your family and your future. Please take care and continue to strive for more. Thank you so much, and I'm wishing everyone a happy holiday season. And just take it easy, stay healthy and well, and protect yourself as well as those that you love and care about. And remember, we will get through this. We're just going to be a lot more stronger on the other side. If you are enjoying this podcast, please leave me a review on iTunes or Google. Like, share, tell someone about Strive for More podcast. 
I really appreciate you sharing this journey with me and listening to each and every episode. I cannot thank you enough. Continue to strive for more and live your best life now. See you in the next episode.